0: Hey guys, welcome back to Afro Lit. It is EQUA, and yes, I am solo this time around because Bobo is living her best life in South Africa, but. Don't worry guys, I brought on the most special and dearest guest of 2018 to date. We have Renata in the building. What's up Renata? Hey! So Renata is my best friend. We met at the New School, as you guys know. And if this is your first time listening to AfroLit, welcome. Thank you for joining the train. You know, it's good to have you with us. But we are here today to kind of just get into a conversation about how we met and (laughs) get to know each other. But I am a freelancer right now. I just graduated in May, so I'm still figuring life out. So we're out here. So Renata, what's up? What are you? Who are you? If someone were to meet you for the first time, what would you say?
1: I feel like I'm just a... First of all, I'm a student. Yes. I'm still a student. You're a scholar. You graduated. I'm a student. I'm a yes. scholar. You are a scholar. Um, I'm currently a research assistant in the Anthropology Department, snaps to that. And the English Department at the New School.
0: Mhm.
1: Um, I work full-time also. Mm-hmm. That's not really who I am though. That's not my identity. That's what I'm
0: saying, like how would you, you know, someone says, "Hey, I'm X." you are z like
1: <laughs> i'm x you z no, like I don't, that's yeah. a hard question because it it's also question? very limiting it's like if you ask me who i am we're gonna have to like spend the night together because it's okay. gonna take me hours to okay. explain okay to we don't you. have that much time exactly but
0: <laughs> um i think you know who i am Akwa. i do know who you are yeah. i just wanted the lovely affiliate family to know who you are too
1: um but they'll get to know you. I'm a Capricorn.
0: Shouts out. Her birthday party was so much fun. That was cute. That was Maybe you'll get nice. invited.
1: Slide into her DMs. Um I feel like I'm kind of like a No, I'm not gonna say that. It sounds so cliche. <laughs> that
0: is what Renata does every single time. She's like, hey, you know you wanna know something? Oh no 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 never mind. If you have a friend like that, please tag her in this yeah in this episode tag her her in this episode (laughs) send this episode to them and be like they have to stop that in 2018 in 2018 you say Say everything with with your your chest chest. say it with your chest chest. that is all of my new year's resolution to say with my chest emotionally spiritually physically physically, mentally everything we're saying it with our chest (laughs) But yeah, let's jump right into our opening question. So Renata, you said you're still a scholar, which is great but what I want to know is do you think that taking time off school is just as important for your health too? Uh,
1: I do. I do think it's important. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Personally, like from personal experience, Mm -hmm. I deal with anxiety Mm -hmm. and depression openly, actually, recently. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Like I was diagnosed with depression clinically, like clinical depression Mm -hmm. in maybe 2010 after my grandfather died. So that was like a good eight years ago. It was Mm -hmm. almost a decade ago. Wow. So my parents have been really supportive, whatever, like I've been on medication. But then I recently uh, went through a weird bout of anxiety Mm. triggered by multiple things that we don't even have to get into. But I opted to take multiple semesters off. I opted to take about a year off of school because I cannot. Yeah. Sometimes it's too much. Sometimes you have to take a step back, you have to decompress and like be with yourself for a while without the pressure of like accomplishing things for other people because a lot of times when you're in those like low spaces you feel like you're doing it for other people and it's not for you it's really not and maybe that's true like at the time yeah i was like why am i in class like yeah i love it though that's the weird and kind of unfortunate part of anxiety i would say not that there are any fortunate parts but I would, like, feel so nervous and uneasy in class. Wow. Like, in my anthropology courses, in my, like, gender studies courses. Yeah. Which, like, I love. I love going to class so much. So I hated that that was coming out of me. Like, that those emotions were inside of me at the time <laughs> yeah
0: um let me ask you so let's take it back so when you were diagnosed like did you 100 percent already know like what depression was and what anxiety was because i know i mean of course i think we all as black women like we have this idea of like oh no you know like I can get down sometimes but I'm not depressed right you know or I don't have anxiety like I just know that I get tense you know so we don't give it these like really clinical names so like how did you deal with a feeling like okay wow I have I have this you know that has such a really strong I guess and for lack of a better term stigma towards it.
1: It does. Mm-hmm. It does. I, well, eight years ago, I was like, um, how old was I, oh my god, I <laughs> no. was like 18, I was 18 <laughs> eight years ago. Yes. So, I was embarrassed, first of all, I was ashamed, because no. I was like, wow, I can't even like, function properly. I can't even yeah. just make my parents proud on like, a linear, clean, straight path with like, no." weird hiccups on the way. Yeah. Which is completely unrealistic way of thinking about things, I it's think. It's true, it's true.
0: Um and as a side note, Renata is from Tanzania, so East African supremacy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am dominating Afrolit right
1: now, but yes, continue. I'm a hundred percent Tanzanian. <laughs> okay, so I I just no, like I was ashamed at first mm-hmm. and then I was like, okay, this is what I have. And I let that define me in the beginning, for mm-hmm. the first few years, I think. I was like, oh, I have depression, that's why I can't get out of bed, well I guess that's just who you are. It's like, actually, no, that's not who you it's are. Not. And depression mm-hmm. and sadness are not synonymous, by the way, mm-hmm. like, Let's we talk about not, it. you cannot use the term depression so loosely, yeah. people cannot, I feel. yeah like it has a lot of weight and history of course with the individual and a lot of like there's a story behind why people are depressed yeah the same with sadness but sadness is more of like a fleeting thing if Mm. you're sad um it's more fleeting like you can like like, yeah
0: you can kind of you know, like it will pass in a way. Right, if you're sad, someone can
1: be like, "Cheer up!" Exactly. You be like, All right, I yeah. guess you're right. Let's just go get some ice cream. Mm-hmm. If you're depressed, <laughs> like, <get> some- <laughs> yeah. If you're depressed, you don't even care. Like you don't care. Yeah. You actually just don't care about anything. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I started beating myself up about that. Um, it was hard, but like up until recently. I would say the past year, mm-hmm. maybe even like nine months. Like, it started in the summer where I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? This does not define me. Sure, I have it, but like, yeah. I'm gonna do what I can with my life exactly. while I have it, which will probably be forever. Exactly. Which is cool.
0: I mean, and it's something that, like you said, you learn to cope with you know like you don't necessarily have to let it like be a part of like oh my name is Renata and I have depression you know exactly so like you don't have to have that like stigma and so now so you you know eight years ago you figure out your uh you have or you get diagnosed with clinical depression and anxiety and so now you know you're in school and you're feeling that anxiety that depression so like how did you deal with that and like now,
1: leading into now. Um, I dealt with it by forcing myself to go to classes, mm-hmm. even though I felt like I was gonna like explode into tears yeah. every other day. And there's no like rhyme or reason as to why. Even like it's just like a chemical imbalance in your head. That's really the only explanation. Yeah. Um, of course things trigger it of course things can trigger it but like sometimes things don't yeah and like you'll just feel that way but thankfully i think it's important if you can and you're able to to get a therapist Mm, let's talk about that thankfully i have a therapist who's like very also a woman of color a black woman i feel was so imperative for me to have definitely especially at this frame of mind that i'm in my life. <laughs> like, also how we are no... like politically, exactly. like, let's
0: be real. In this
1: political climate, like, let's come on. Yeah. So I have an amazing therapist in the city, also in my parents' town, like when I go visit them. And then medication is also important. Mm. Like you can't just like glide through life and be like, I'll be medicationless. Mm-hmm. At least I can't. Yeah. Um, so being on medication every day is like I don't feel, you know, so too-
0: so so coming back to like being in classes and you're feeling this you know tension you're feeling anxiety so was that the re the main reason why you decided to take time off or was it just also a culmination of other things too
1: i think That was the main, it is the main reason, Mm -hmm. like, feeling super stressed and, like, a lot of pressure about school and, like, oh my god, like, because I've had a weird, I have a weird history with university Mm -hmm. anyway, like, Mm. before I came to the new school, I used to go to another school in Virginia like such a dark experience (laughs) right because i was so deeply depressed and i didn't even know it then like Mm -hmm. i didn't even know it back then yeah so i just like never went to class i just like never showed up to any of my classes there wow so
0: and how did your parents kind of deal with that because you know we all have like the african parents i mean not as stereotypical but like did you do you feel like they when they were seeing you like not going to classes like were they angry? They or didn't were they, know
1: because oh, okay. this was like I was living in, away from Uh-oh, home. Mama Renata, don't listen. Right. No, they know no, I now. Don't. But like, yeah. they didn't know until I went to the therapy appointment when I was diagnosed. I went mm-hmm. with my parents. Okay. Because they were like, there's something off with you. And then they, the therapist like told them. Mm. that I had depression and I was so embarrassed and they were just really sympathetic
0: that's awesome they weren't that is so awesome I think also a larger part of like making your decision too was like kind of a preconditioned and I think all of us as women as just trying to be in school trying to live up to our parents quote unquote dreams we have this sense of a timeline. Like we have to do things at a certain time. By the time I'm 25, I need to be making this much. I need to drive this car. So also within making that decision of like taking time off, how did you deal with the timeline?
1: I completely had to do away with that mindset. Mm-hmm. Let's talk uh, about that. Because it stifled my growth so much mentally like and it just kept me like in a in a not in a box but Mm -hmm. i felt like i was being held hostage like by my by me like i was holding myself hostage yeah by thinking about a timeline like that is very toxic way of thinking about life and so toxic in a way you're you're actually not in a way you just are comparing your trajectory to the ones of other
0: people. It's it's totally a comparison thing. I think I like, so, for a long time like did, like I think I made timelines for myself. Exactly. Too. So did I. Of Do course, you know? I was like and projected maybe, them on other people too. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: And you're like, oh, why isn't he? Doing-? Right. No, 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 no. Like <laughs> I have that. Right. Like I have to be graduating from college by 22. Right. I'm gonna be working. Blah blah blah. Like no, things happen. Like life happens life to you. Happens. That's really what it is. And. You have to work with it, and it's beautiful, and it's fine, mm-hmm. and everyone gets to where they want to, well, <laughs> I was going to say, everyone gets to where they want to be. That's a weird like generalization. Why is but, it weird? Because that's not you know necessarily true, but if you want to, like, you will get there. I think so. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I
0: think so. It's a mindset thing, as you said. You had to do away with the timeline. Mindset. I also
1: had to get really introspective.
0: Talk about that. And what do you mean? Not
1: I. Like dele- I first of all, I got off Facebook.
0: Whoa. These past
1: few years, I I have really <laughs> I think that's helped me. Yeah. Getting off of Facebook and like, seeing the literal timelines, Facebook timeline, and actual like life timelines of people from high school. And, yeah. And being like, oh, they're doing this. Wow. So and so just got their PhD. All these people getting married and like buying houses. I know. (laughs) But it's like, do I even want those things? No. You trick yourself into thinking you need and want things that you don't even truly feel ready for. Truly. You know what I mean? So like I know the timeline thing, thanks to my therapist. Yeah. And the first amazing therapist I had, who I still have, and my parents Mm -hmm. and my sisters, who Mm -hmm. are freaking amazing. They were like, what is this thing with a timeline? Like, why are you timing yourself? Yeah. Like, you're so young. (laughs) It's true. Don't beat yourself up about not being where you think you're supposed to be right now.
0: I wish you guys could see the look that Renata gives me every time she pauses. Because it's like, are you dumb? Like, the Remy Ma. Like, are you dumb? I didn't even notice the look (laughs) I was giving. No, it's fine. It's just, it's so funny because it's like, it's real, you know? And I think (laughs) that it... It hits home for so many of us because it's also a constant battle thing. Right. And I think social media plays a huge role into that. And we talked about that um, in previous episodes. But just realize, you know, like I think I have to constantly remind myself that it's fake. And like it's really not real, especially Instagram but like Facebook, it's like people are really only showing you a highlight reel. You know? Exactly. They're not showing you the depression they're dealing of course. with. Or sometimes not show- they do. So Some, yeah, sometimes I like they that. do, you know, and sometimes they show like, oh, you know, like I've been dealing with like this or I had suicidal thoughts. But like, generally
1: speaking, yeah, you Yeah. Doing that.
0: You know? And so. it's like engaging in the present moment is the most important thing which i think also relates into how your support system because you talked about having your parents and your sisters like how would you have navigated if you didn't have that strong support system
1: honestly i don't know really i feel so privileged to have these people yeah in my immediate family and like just like Right there in my phone that I can text or call anytime because a lot of people don't have that
0: exactly, and a
1: lot of people's parents aren't as empathetic or of understanding. Of course,
0: especially in our communities. Yeah, I've
1: yeah I've heard like and I've seen even like friends who don't really necessarily have supportive or open parents yeah. when it comes to things like that. But I just feel thankful. I don't know how I would. Yeah. How I would do it. Do you
0: think that maybe your friends would have supported you in the same way?
1: I feel like there's only to a certain extent there's only Mm -hmm. so much like a friend I think can do Mm -hmm. when you don't really have that history with a friend, like a familial like contract. Yeah. Like you (laughs) like you have to Yeah, you feel like you're like beholden to their you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, I feel you. Help them
0: and- I think, because you know, also being that we did meet in school, like I think it's it's interesting how, like, of course, friendships evolve as time continues and as you go through life and deal with the challenges that life brings. But would you say that in school you could make those substantial friends, or was it just like? You know, you, it depends on where you are, like, emotionally and physically. Like, school, it doesn't really matter if it's in school or it's not.
1: I think that's a good point. It depends on where, it definitely depends on where you are emotionally. Mm, Def, okay. Like, definitely. <laughs> because when we met, yeah. I don't know, like, 2013 or something? In 2014. Yeah, Jen. January. Yeah. Oh, my God, that was four years ago. That's crazy. Ah! Okay, so January... <laughs> 2014 we met. we took a class together yeah i was in such a high place i was like you know what i'm not feeling depressed honey like i'm getting a's upon a's A's.
0: degree i'm loving
1: where i'm living like i'm loving myself right now i felt so good i was learning how to use pro tools for the first time um i was just so immersed in my classes Uh like it was giving me a lot of life okay and I love like a lot of love was yeah. coming was like emanating from that, mm-hmm. and I felt like giving love to others. I think
0: that's so true. That's so interesting because you know. I don't think I was as emotionally open, but I think oh, I really? needed. Yeah, I actually needed you, and we have our other friend Nia, who at the time like because I was had just come back. Like I think as you were transferring in, I was transferring in too. I had gone to school in Canada, so. I was like, wow, like I'm back in New York, you know, my family is out here, like it's complicated why I came back. You know, no one really has to know that story. Like I can start fresh. Like I was open to that. And so meeting you guys, I was like, Okay, like this is a fresh start, you know, like how do I start fresh, you know? How do I kinda keep these get to know these people but like not reveal too much of myself? Yeah. You know? So I I think personally being in school was would probably be like the best way for me to make friends just because I know at in work like having worked in retail like it's a very superficial friendship you know whereas in school like you are obviously having like common interests and like you wanna get to know the person you're like doing projects with per se but I agree with you a hundred percent it's definitely an emotional thing
1: you know right I feel like I would have to slightly disagree with that point mm-hmm. about like school only i mean disagreeing from my yeah, yeah yeah end of things like the way i look at going to classes is like going to a business meeting like i'm like i'm here to get work <laughs> done like i'm crazy. not here as the capricorn no no, no they're like, about their money though get to no, know your january born friends <laughs> this is like a business i don't know like this is a business meeting i'm not here to like Like oh my god, Katie! Like, are you going to that thing tonight? Like, I don't care what you're doing tonight. It's really—it sounds really weird and messed up. Actually, no, No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because it's you. I feel like when I first got here, I was so like, oh my god, so much anxiety. But like, am I gonna have friends here? Like, everyone seems so cool and like all New York. But I I don't know. Yeah, you have to to completely forget about that. Uh I, I feel like I have a really. Strong group of friends right now in Brooklyn. Yeah, that some of them went here too to the new school You know, they're not all just from like other places. That's real. Some people I meet from work Some people I meet randomly like out. I like making friends that way more really because I feel like I'm like my uh... In school, it seems like we're we have to be there so it's not like we necessarily Have things in If you know what I mean. like. okay. But if I'm just like out at Trader Joe's or like... I'm done. At PS1 or like some random venue. Yeah. And someone's like, oh my God, like, haven't I seen you at blah, blah, blah? And you're like, wait, yeah, I like this, (laughs) that, blah, blah. Like that feels more organic to me than meeting a friend at school. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know if that even... It resonates does. with you at all but It
0: does. No cuz I I think for me when I go out like there's always this like oh, you know like I I think it's flipped for me. Like, I see school as, like, yeah, I'm personal, introspective, like, I'm gaining knowledge. But then when I'm out, it's a business meeting, oh, you know? right. So it's like, oh, like, this person does this, like, this person does that. Like, oh, I can provide this, I can provide right. that. Like, yeah. it's more of a, okay. a business with me. You know, because it's networking, yeah. really,
1: right? I feel like networking at school, too. Oh, yeah. But in my field, networking, like, is not the same for you, though.
0: And let's talk about your field. So, like... Anthropology, right? What made you decide to really go down that path? Because let's be real, like I don't think a lot of Black people are <laughs> pursuing a degree in anthropology. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're
1: right. Yeah, you're right. that's true. I mean, I can't. Like, I don't know every university. and Of course, into, like, we're speaking from our experience. No, of course. Yeah, and school. from you know the scholars that I've had to read and research, mm-hmm. very few of them are Black yeah or people of color so of course there are but they're not a lot uh what made me decide anthropology is just like i i love different cultures that sounds so like elementary and (laughs) simple but like it's true in the most simplistic way first of all like i love cultures that are not like mine that are completely unlike mine i like Mm -hmm. things that i don't understand Mm -hmm. i'm intrigued by things that i don't that i'm not familiar with Mm -hmm. and that i can't um relate to Mm -hmm. so and that can kind of seem problematic in this field particularly because it's kind of like a field of white men yeah who like go to africa right who like Look at the tribe of Kenya, and are like, ooh, I like that. They're <laughs> so much different than me. Like, what? what is this? And they live amongst them and they go back and, like, give their data. And it's like, why were you? That was kind of invasive. Right. It was pretty invasive. It was pretty voyeuristic. It was, like, not beneficial to the people there. So there are a lot of, like, uh, controversial opinions or controversial mm-hmm. uh, takes on anthropology. But I just love language and like Mm -hmm. finding out why people act the way they do, like really getting to the root of like, oh, why do people communicate this way? Mm -hmm. I'm like personally focused on vernacular studies, so
0: linguistics. And I think that, especially because you're a black woman, studying anthropology is so important because you're able to then hone in when the white guy wants to come and look at, you know, the Masai, like you'll be the most qualified to say like, no, you can't do this because right. I have my degree and I understand what you're trying to do, you know? Whereas like in our society sometimes, like I feel like we're so welcoming and open to anybody and we don't really, like I think now we are definitely aware of the exploitation, especially the Masai in Kenya, but like, to a still that degree like we don't really like protect it like we see it as a barter like oh you're coming like here like, right see our garments see what exactly. we do you know it's more of a sharing it's like oh you show us yeah. like this thing and it's like oh no you know like i don't have to show you anything mm-hmm. or i don't have to pay you right you know to do anything so i i think it's really important what you're studying what you're doing and yeah, pursuing it, but in the same way. So, how do you feel? Because I know for me, like I study communication, so like I always have to kind of be out and like network with people and talk and just be the extrovert yeah. that I am. But you said that it's different within your field. How so?
1: I think it's completely different within anthropology because the relationships I make in this field mm-hmm. are like. Strictly academic Like it's not Like a social thing Yeah I mean it can be Like sure You can go to like Events with people But it's very like Of academia You yeah. know what I mean There's no Like <laughs> <laughs> It's not the same as you Like it's not Yeah There there are many um, Sects of anthropology But I'm speaking okay. through Like The linguistics About mine yeah. Like linguistic research And like Things like that, I, yeah, I feel like it's different. They're they're, mm-hmm. it's not as like social mm-hmm. and open. Um, I feel like it's a small community though. It is so it feels like comforting, Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel listened to also. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's hard to find anthropologists of color really that's what i can say
0: have your professors ever made you feel uncomfortable about like being in <laughs> being in classes for anthropology or anything of that nature uh so far
1: i've had a ama- meet all of my professors have been amazing mm-hmm. all of my professors in anthropology have been absolutely amazing and have taught me so much um Especially a class I took called Post-Colonial Africa. That was really beautiful. Mm. And, I mean, it's taught by a white woman, but, like, she knows her shit. Like, she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> right. And she's, she's qualified. She's qualified. She's been to, I think, majority of the countries in Africa. She works with African anthropologists. Like, she's there. She's, like, on the ground. She's in the field. Like, yeah, she's not just this, uh like, white woman <laughs> trying to... <laughs> See like people who are different than her yeah. and exploit them. Uh sorry, what was the question? <laughs>
0: you have to add, that... No. I was asking if you've had any uncomfortable experiences with professors. Cause you said like there's not a lot of black people. There's not a lot of black like anthropologists in general. Like even in, in your so even in your classes, like are you probably the only I'm black girl? I'm
1: always the only black person. Wow. Wow. Easily. Well, we gotta look at the new school in general. <laughs> it's usually like that for me anyways.
0: I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't have that problem. Really? No. I don't ever have any I mean, black
1: people in my classes ever. And I don't really care. I don't
0: think it was like... Oh, I didn't... Actually, maybe you're right. I didn't really see it as like, oh, I'm the only black girl. I just thought like, okay, yeah, like we're like out. Like we're all here kind of studying. And right. Like, but I guess I didn't really notice that I was the only black girl. Yeah. You know? Like I just went with it because I was like supposed to be there anyway. exactly
1: like I don't focus on like I said like I see it as like work like business like I'm (laughs) at work and I have work to get done like I'm not really focusing on the people around me usually um but no I can't think of like a problematic experience except (laughs) Professors no. Students, yes. Like it is a problem when it's just a sea of white kids, like in your mm-hmm. anthropology class and you're talking about certain things and they say like like what? Pretty stupid things.
0: <laughs> I thought there's no such thing as a stupid question.
1: Oh. <laughs> Did I say qu remark? Oh. There okay. can be stupid remarks. Uh <laughs> Or, like, that one time. This doesn't even really relate, but it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. When someone was like, no one knew who Fela Kuti was. Wow. Do you remember? In my anthropology class, no one knew who Fela Kuti is? Are you kidding me? (laughs) That's a little bit worried. Like, I'm worried a little bit.
0: I mean, I think it's hard because, like you can't really I don't know I actually I can't even defend it Honestly, I can't defend it. That, like, I can't defend it I can't defend it it's
1: actually a little bit reflective of maybe where the field is headed because it's like people like this who aren't even well read or mm. like worldly people are trying to be anthropologists I don't know necessarily if all of those people they weren't trying to pursue yeah. a degree in anthropology but like why are you in the class I don't know
0: I think it, when crazy. it comes to remarks like that, like, everyone has their journey, right? Everyone has their path. <laughs> but at the same time, it's kind of like the side... You know, the side-eye is like, okay, It's wait. like, wow, you're
1: not exposed. Yeah, you're not
0: exposed.
1: And I can only, like, be like, oh, it's okay. Like, let them learn to a certain point. Mm. Like, you're 24 and
0: you're, like, not knowing who Your You're MCM, no kidding. You're Wednesday,
1: doesn't <laughs> know who like who he is. Like, let that sink in. <laughs> Like, and I'm not even... Is it elitist of me? It's not elitism. Like, it's not...
0: you WCW. She doesn't know who Fela Kuti is. Damn.
1: And that's not me, like, being uppity or, like... No. It's, I have a certain expectation and standard of, like, my field, I think. Uh-huh. And, like, how open you are yeah i feel like that just like is a reflection <laughs> of how much you live in a bubble yeah. and how much you surround yourself with people who don't listen to things so that... then
0: what do you think draws them to anthropology because i would assume like when i think of anthropology i actually think of like excavation am i right. gonna lie to you no like, of course
1: that's, like, that's they, a part going, of going
0: yeah going into some place or talking to like this small town Definitely, in america and looking at photos yeah and getting and then, like, you'll get the Metropolitan Museum to be like, oh, my gosh. Holy You know? Yeah. So then it's like, why would you want to pursue a degree that requires that much effort, you know, love for it? Why would I? So, no, I know you, oh. but, like, why would, like, that community feel enticed? to? Is it also, like, that elitist? Like, they, they don't want to understand the culture, but they want to be able to own it. Oh, right. Do you think it's related to that? Oh,
1: now that you say that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think it's also a thing of, like, I'm a scholar in this. like, even, mm. But, like, I didn't actually put the time and, like, myself and my mind into it. Yeah. Um, It's also, like, they want to fulfill their credits. <laughs> like, it's yeah, a four-credit class, or so like, true. oh, I should take this because I need to graduate. It's you know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. No. So. No, I which think. Which is cool, but, like, I don't know. I just don't really like being in... A class if you want to talk about a problematic yeah professor no I didn't have that but problematic student body <laughs> kind of yeah
0: so within now that you know you've taken or you're taking time off do you think that because you know you will come back to academia and you will finish and all that stuff how will you now like navigate doing With those problems, because I'm, I'm sure people listening will probably be dealing going into school. It's a new year, you know, the semester has started or is about to start. So how do you, how do you, how would you advise them to kind of dealing with these problematic people? Because like you've had to go through it.
1: I would advise you to feel sorry for them mm-hmm. for like five seconds <laughs> and then continue on yeah. in your journey because you're beautiful and amazing and your mind is so huge mm. and you're mm. in school to learn like soak up all of the knowledge right soak up all of the resources that you're given because you're gonna miss it when you're not there truly like even me taking time off of school I'm like oh like I miss sitting in a class and like a professor telling me things I've never heard of before. Like, that's magic. That's beautiful. That is so much fun. Like, you know what I mean? And taking notes. It's like, ooh, like, I've never, (laughs) I'm acquiring all of this, like, secret knowledge that's, you know, (laughs) being imparted to me by this, like, figure. So just, like, focus on what you love and your work. Honestly. Yeah. It sounds simple, but, like, yeah, it's pretty simple. It
0: is pretty simple.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, maybe be like, oh, I can't believe they don't know who this is. Or, like, I can't believe they don't care about this culture. Or, like, yeah. I can't believe they're not passionate about this subject, even though I'm pursuing it. Mm-hmm. Who cares what they're doing? Who You're going to, like, distract yourself for no reason. Focus on your work.
0: Literally. And I think that comes even into like, a fuller, bigger picture of what we were talking about, which is just that everyone has their own time. And everyone has their own path to follow, yes. you know. Yeah. And I think it's important to let people kind of go on their journey and not have, not feel responsible. Because I think also as Black women, sometimes we feel like yeah we get that responsible. Like, oh, what well, what do your kind think about exactly? You no. know? And it's like you don't exactly. need to have You're that.
1: You're not a teacher. You're not <laughs> a magical Negro either. Right. That's a trope in literature. <laughs> Of black people who are just used as props to like fulfill your... Exactly. Whatever thing you're struggling with and like help you along the way and like not get anything in return. It's like, that's your battle. Like, I'm not here to heal you from it. Like, I don't know. Just don't, don't worry about other people and be... absolutely Uh uh-huh be so introspective we keep talking about introspection but seriously it's true like be so with yourself and kind of obsessed with yourself it's an act of self-love it's very much an act of it's radically especially for like us you know what i mean so focus on what you're doing focus on your work focus i sound like a parent but like honestly why are you worrying about other people (laughs) Yes, auntie. Be confident in what you're doing and be excited about your future. Literally. That will propel you forward and make kind of those other people's opinions dissolve.
0: Like you won't even care.
1: No, they'll go away because your thing is paramount. Like what you're doing matters the most. Exactly. Oh my gosh. That is awesome i
0: love i love everything that you said where can people find you do you want people to even slide into your dms like i feel like you're not <laughs> even i know we talked about social media but like where can people find you i'm
1: not even what you're gonna say i'm not even on instagram not, yeah i'm not on instagram like but that. you're on twitter i but feel you, like you're, you, <laughs> you know i love twitter though i do like instagram too it's cute but okay. like um
0: we'll have it all in the description box yeah, you can follow
1: me if you want
0: yeah uh, do you want me to say it? Look you my can. App. You can say it if you want to. You should say it.
1: You can follow me at. <laughs> How weird. <laughs> 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 no, that just is write it. Renata. Just write it. That is Renata. No,
0: I'm you. a mystery. Just write it. Yeah, I
1: don't even want to say it. I'll write it. I'll write it. I feel exposed.
0: If you are going back to school and this is your, your freshman or you're about to enter your senior year or whatever. Path you're on, please let us know what you thought about our discussion on just being introspective. Also, don't forget to follow AfroLit on Twitter, it's AfroLit, and we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes. Subscribe, write us a review, it has been real. I'm so excited! 2018, guys, we have so much in store. This is just the beginning. Happy New Year, even though it's feb- almost February. Happy New Year, though. Happy New Year. Yeah.
1: 2018.
0: It still feels new. It still feels... It I does. I feel so good i love how we're starting already no it feels
1: really good
0: let us know i just want to get in touch so much more with the afrolet family like let us know what you guys are listening to we're trying to incorporate new music in the podcast now so like if you have songs that you want to have as the undertone to the episodes send it to our email so we can take a listen and yes Again, it's Equa. You'll find me on the interwebs, all in the description box. But yes, see you guys. Bye.